Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, if you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Really excited that you are joining me today. I know, I know, I know, I know that today's episode is really going to resonate with so many of you, especially those of you who struggle with following through on the things that you said you would do. For those of you who have big goals and clear intentions and still struggle to do the work and take action, today we're going to be talking about a specific tool to use in those moments. And I'm actually going to do something that I don't do all too often. I'm going to share with you about a page and a half from a book that I read called The Prosperous Coach. I'll link to it in the show description for those of you who are curious, and I think you'll get a sense of if you want to read it or not when I when I share this little bit with you. But so many of us perceive a barrier to progress that comes up when we're not in the mood, when we're unmotivated, when we just don't feel like eating healthy or we don't feel like working out or we don't feel like getting up when the alarm goes off or writing the email that we said we would write. And it can feel like there's just constantly a barrier to action. Maybe a better word for it is resistance. And what I'm going to read for you today is a tool for those things from about a page and a half and then we'll we'll go back through and we'll break it down and we'll talk specifics from the book, The Prosperous Coach. Um, I really like to revisit books that I've read Even if I didn't love the book, if I got two or three or five things out of it, even one thing out of it, I think it's worth it. So while this is certainly not a book I would consider a favorite, I still have a practice of going back through, looking at what I highlighted, looking at any opportunities to implement, things that either I haven't implemented at all before or I haven't implemented consistently or I haven't implemented in a long time. And the truth is, Different things resonate with you as your life changes, as you change, as your goals change. So I think that's a really great practice and habit, and I'm pumped to share this part of the book with you. Before we get into it, though, many of you are expecting today to be the day that 10X Mindset launches, and we are a couple of days away, but it's not going to be today. It's actually going to launch on Thursday. So if you're listening to this in real time, today's the 11th, which would make 
12, 13, Thursday, the 14th. Is that right? Um, it will launch on September 14th. I was hoping to get things all in order for a Monday launch, but it just didn't happen that way. Chris had a rugby game and was out of town for some of the weekend. So I just need a little bit more time to put a couple things together. And actually, one of the reasons that I'm uh, putting it off by a few days is because I decided to do a really significant discount. It's already a very affordable product uh, from the standpoint of what you can expect to get out of it. It's less than $200, but we are going to have a dramatic discount for the first week. And so I kind of decided on that at the last minute. I need another couple days to put those pieces in place. Make sure you are on the wait list because not only do I want you to take advantage of 10X Mindset, I want you to be able to take advantage of it inside that first week so you can uh, participate in that really significant discounted price that is only going to be available for the first week. So the link to get on the wait list is in the show description, primalpotential.com forward slash 10x dash waitlist. You just drop your name and email on there and you'll be on the waitlist and I'll email you guys on Thursday. I'll also be talking about it more on the podcast, answering questions and things like that. But I wanted to make sure for those of you that were really looking forward to today being the day, we're close. I appreciate your patience. I promise it's for a good reason. It's because I wanted to be able to offer this discount, which just takes logistically a little bit more time to change a few things on the back end. So Thursday is the day. Get on the waitlist, primalpotential.com forward slash 10x dash waitlist. And uh, let's get right into today's episode. I know for sure you're going to really love this one. I'm going to read to you about a page and a half or so that really drives a point about our experience, not as coaches, our experience just as individuals of not wanting to do the work, right? I think we all have had moments of that, or maybe most of our moments are like that, where we really want the goal, but the problem is we don't really want to do the work. And so there can be some tension, some resistance, some friction. And this is something that shows up in so many different areas of life. In fact, in this particular little snippet that I'm going to read to you, they talk about writer's block. And I have experienced that not only with both of my books, but in creating content for a living, this sense of like, I just feel stale. It doesn't feel fresh. Like I I struggle to come up with ideas at different times. And there's this misunderstanding. It's not a truth. It is a story we tell ourselves that that is in some way a barrier in the same way that not feeling motivated can be perceived to be a barrier, but it's not an actual barrier. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this little bit to you, and then we're going to go back through it and kind of break it down and see what we can put into action, because I think there's a lot of things that are actionable from this little passage that I'm going to read to you. And I'll put the link to the book in the show description if anybody's curious about it. It says, not long ago, I got a message from a friend who was a coach in Greece. She asked me what to do when, quote, my energy gets low and my hopes do too. That's how I feel today. And although I know it will pass, a message about picking up the energy would be such a blessing. This was a wonderful question, and I'm glad she asked it. In my non-prosperous years, I would ask this question a lot. 
What do I do when I lose my hope and energy? And then in later years, because I had a rather wonderful coach, I was able to ask him the same question about what I should do when hope was gone, which is why coaching is so great. You get to ask and solve anything and everything. He allowed me to see something. If I have a game to play, my energy and hope are not problems. They are high. But if I have no game, no process goals, no scheduling of my own activities, then my moods plunge. It's similar to this. I used to coach writers and authors when they were struggling with writer's block and not making progress on their books. Their hope and energy were low, so they did not write. What I had them do was create a game, a scorecard, a schedule for logging the minutes or pages each day with a win possible every day if they completed the assignments they gave themselves. I would ask them, do you think truck drivers have this same problem? Is there something called trucker's block where a driver wakes up and finds his mood isn't right for driving today? No. A trucker drives his truck no matter what his energy or hope levels are. He has a schedule and a destination map, and he follows it no matter what. So in coaching, the trick for me was to find a way to make as many of my activities be lunch pail, blue collar activities as I could. So mood would not be a factor. Hope could come or go. It didn't matter. My energy would be high or low, and I'd still do what I set myself up to do. That takes practice. Logging a certain amount of conversation and invitation time each day, making a certain amount of proposals each week, measuring my activities, not my results, staying in the game. It's only when I think coaching success is different fundamentally than success at a blue collar job that I get confused and emotional about it. It's no different. It obeys the same principles. I want to pause there. This is me again. I'm not reading from this book anymore. But there's a couple things in this that I think are really great points. We've probably all had a job that we did, no matter how we felt about it, right? Maybe we have that job now. Maybe that job is what you get paid to do, or maybe it's the things that you do at home. You know, the dishwasher gets loaded and emptied no matter how you feel. There's no such thing as dishwasher emptying block, right? The laundry, the meal prep, the changing the diapers, the putting the kids to bed, or maybe it's actually your job job. You make the sales calls, you go on the Zoom meetings, you respond to the emails. And it's fascinating to me that because we perceive the stakes to be higher, maybe because we're getting paid, maybe because somebody else's well-being is on the line, that is more valuable and more compelling than when it is our life on the line, our health on the line, our goals on the line. That's a mindset thing. That's a perspective thing. There is nothing magical about your job or feeding your kids. It is the way that you perceive those things that creates this perception of a barrier. And also, it's the way that you perceive the barrier that convinces you it's actually holding you back. But it's not because you can do whatever it is you want to do, even without motivation, even without fresh ideas, even without being in the mood. 
So I really liked this idea. There's a couple of different ideas that I that I liked in this that I wanted to revisit, right? The author poses the question, like, do you think truckers wake up and like, oh, I can't drive my route today because I'm just not inspired. I'm not motivated. I'm not in the mood to drive. No, they just drive. They get in the car and they drive. What would it look like? Because the driver has a route, like I have to get in my truck and I go from here to here and then I go from here to here. They have a map. It's a process. They're not trying to figure out fresh every single day where they're going to go and what they're going to do. And I think that's one of the big reasons that we struggle with goals like losing weight or improving fitness or starting a business because, and we've talked about this before on the show, it's like we're trying to figure it out fresh every day. What should I eat? Should I work out? When should I work out? What should I do for a workout? I have all these things I could or should do in my business. Which one should I start with today? How should I spend my time? And then we end up doing nothing. There's a lot to be said for making it mundane, for making it just this easy to follow process. Now, that doesn't happen just because you want it to happen, because you heard it once and then boom, now, oh, geez, now that I've processed it and I've turned it into a list of steps or action items or protocols, now I can do it without resistance. It is a process. It is a practice. It is something that you would have to build over time. This is why I'm a big fan of having certain meals be completely automated. And by automated, I mean I'm not having to figure it out every single day. When we think about this parallel to a truck driver, the truck driver theoretically knows exactly what to do every day, and that makes it easy to execute no matter how he or she is feeling. We can leverage this for whatever our goals are. When I wake up in the morning, I'm not having to think like, what do I want for breakfast? Do I want to stop and get something? Do I want to have pancakes? Do I want to have this? Because it is just the same thing over and over and over. There are two or three options that I rotate through, and it is really easy to execute because I don't have to always figure it out fresh. The same thing can be true if you have a trainer. If you know, like for me, I work out with my trainer on Mondays and Thursdays. I don't have to think about when I'm going to work out or what I'm going to do. That is just automated. And that automation, the fact that it is the same over and over and over again, makes it dramatically easier to execute. There are so many ways that we can apply this. When I think about my work, I like to define the night before not only what I'm going to do for work, but the order in which I'm going to do it because it is much harder to execute if I get to my desk in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. Where am I going to start? Should I do this or should I do that? It's a time waster. It's an energy waster. You can leverage this. What would it look like for you to turn whatever your goal is into something that was much easier to execute because it was clearly defined? Inside the consistency course, one of the things we talk about all the time is how specificity is a superpower. And the more specific you are about your to-dos, about your goals, about the process, 
the more easier it is to execute. And when we are really vague and we say things like, I need to eat better, I need to work out more, those kinds of statements are much more difficult to take action on. So if you think about any sort of, the the book uses the phrase blue collar, which take it or leave it, it's okay if you don't like it or you love it, but just to kind of be consistent. If you take any sort of blue collar role where it's just rinse, repeat, do it, you don't have to be in the mood, how can you turn the pursuit of your goal into elements that function like that? I've shared with you guys a hundred times here before how I turned my laundry process into that because I felt like we were always drowning in laundry, especially when the twins came home. And I always had this mountain of laundry either to be washed or needing to be folded. And so now I have a process. In the morning, I fold the laundry from the night before and I put it away as soon as I go to get Roman when he wakes up in the morning. I put in another load as I take one out. My husband switches it over. We have a system that's just, we operate within it without even thinking because it's been systematized in that way. When you do something over and over and over again, you don't even really have to think about it. I think about taking a shower. I have a process I go in, I turn on the water, I set down a towel, I brush my teeth. There is something that happens that is very rhythmic because it's the same way every time. This doesn't mean if you have a weight loss goal that you need to do the same workout every day or that you need to eat the same things every day. But you can still have systems and processes. And again, this is not something that is going to happen because you decide upon it. It's something that you're going to have to build over time and probably incrementally. You can start with breakfast. You can start with workout. You can start with bedtime routine. You can start with any piece of it. You can start with meal planning. You can start with how you shop. Anything like that that you can turn into a process that is easy to execute regardless of how you feel. How can you do that? It's about your mindset. Because if you are showing up and doing your job or feeding your kids or walking the dog because there's a lot on the line if you don't, but you don't have that same perspective when it's your goals or it's your health or it's your finances, That's a mindset issue because there's more on the line when it's your goals, when it's your health, when it's your future, when it's your happiness, so much more. The other element that this little blurb from the book brings up is gamifying it, right? If you have a game to play, it's not this sense of I'm not in the mood or I don't feel like it because there's this positive anticipation. Are there ways that you can gamify whatever your goal is? I used to do this in a really straightforward way when I was writing my books. I had a word count spreadsheet that I would update every single day at the end of my writing. And I really loved to see that word count go up when I was in the draft phase. I found it really energizing. And in fact, I had the same sort of approach when I was getting out of debt. I had a very, very simple spreadsheet 
that had all of the accounts where I owed money. So student loan one, student loan two, credit card one, car, you know, whatever it was. And every single week, I would update the totals. Some of them would remain the same. Some of them would go down a little bit. But I found that really fun and engaging. I remember uh, many, many years ago in losing weight, I had a paperclip chain. And there was a paperclip for every pound that I wanted to lose. And it was a great visual for me. And I really looked forward to removing a paperclip. That was very satisfying for me. And then I had this little glass jar that I would put the paperclips in as I removed them from the chain. Now, for some people, that probably makes you cringe and you don't like it. Those are just examples of ways that you can do that. Or I was thinking about this, too, for people who value more their job because they get paid for it, you can pay yourself for your success and progress. When I, I don't do this anymore, but when I was getting out of debt, essentially the way that my then husband and I uh, handled our budget was there was this master account that our paychecks went into, right? And there's all of our bills that come out weekly or biweekly from there. And every week, because we got paid weekly, we both did, we would get a certain amount of discretionary money, each of us, to our individual checking accounts. And that money could be used for anything we wanted, right? Uh, If he wanted to go to a softball tournament, that would come from there. Or if I wanted to buy a pair of shoes, it would come from there. If you have or create a a budget like that, you can pay yourself for results. This many words written, if you're writing a book, is a $100 bonus. Or this degree of consistency with your workouts is a $50 bonus. Yes, it takes discipline to do that. But there are a lot of people who would thrive in that kind of a reward system. We use it with kids all the time, right? In fact, I saw an influencer not long ago who had these little punch cards that she purchases for her kids and they agree upon a reward and certain behaviors earn you a punch. And after 10 punches, you not like fist punch, but you know, whole punch, uh, just for clarity, uh, you earn that reward. There's so many ways if we could be creative that you can reward yourself with certain things. There is a restaurant that I really love, and it's not open year round where we live, but I've been wanting to get a reservation there before they close for the season. And I can tie that to a milestone that I want to achieve with work or create some goal for something I'm working on with my business or a fitness goal or anything along those lines, get creative about how to incentivize yourself so that your execution doesn't hinge on your mood. The process that I really like the most is this this idea of how do I make it so that I execute in the same way I would if it was my job, this this truck driver example. The truck driver doesn't wake up and go, oh, crap, I'm not in the mood to drive today. So much of that comes from the fact that their job, they've made it easy to execute by having a destination, having a set number of miles that they know they're going to achieve that day, having a route defined for them. And yet so many of us struggle because we're overwhelmed. And the reason we're overwhelmed is because we have not defined the process for ourselves. 
How can you more clearly define the process for yourself? This can look like meal planning. This can look like scheduling time with a trainer instead of hoping you're going to work out in your basement after the kids go to bed. This can look like having a coach, having a coach who's helping you write the book or having a coach that's helping you start the business or having the coach that helps hold you accountable for the goals that you are pursuing. Having a budget and a way to manage the budget and a time that's scheduled for you to update the budget. How can you break it down into a process that is easier to execute? I'd love to continue this conversation inside the Primal Potential Facebook group. If you have thoughts or questions or ideas, I think we can learn a lot. I know we can learn a lot from each other in sharing what this looks like for us or what we think it might look like or what we're willing to try and the areas of our life we want to apply this to. Because remember, it's one thing to hear these ideas but that's not where the value is. You take them, you play around with them, you implement, you experiment, you make them your own by being in action. So join me over in the Primal Potential Facebook group. We can talk about it there more. We can kind of workshop this episode and see what we're all going to do with it, what we learn along the way. And please do make sure that you are on the wait list for 10X Mindset. It opens up this week, this coming Thursday. You won't want to miss it. You know, I talked about this. What was it? This past Saturday or maybe it's next Saturday. I don't know. Recently about how so often we chase strategy because we think we have a strategy problem. Because we're failing to execute, we think we just need the next strategy. And this is what it looks like for me when I was yo-yo dieting and binge eating and jumping from one plan to the other because I thought that I just needed a different strategy. And that's no different than bailing water from your boat instead of stopping to fix the hole in the boat. The problem wasn't my strategy. The problem was how I was thinking about food and the way I was thinking about my circumstances and the way I was thinking about my emotions. Food was a result of the problem, the problem being my mindset. And so often we can see that our mindset needs work because we are making excuses, because we do constantly let ourselves off the hook, because we do talk ourselves out of action. But then we come to, I don't know how. I don't know how to change my mind. I don't know how to become a better thinker. It seems like it's happening automatically in the background. That's what I hear so often. And 10X Mindset is really the antidote to that because it is the action-based approach to 10xing your mindset. There is one singular specific action step every single day. It's not the same step every day. Somebody asked me that in the consistency course the other day. Is it the same action step? I was like, no. If somebody charges you to send you the same email (laughs) to do the same thing every day for 30 days, run. It is a different action step every day that fosters this goal of 10xing your mindset because when we do that, the strategies actually work. The strategies aren't the problem. The way we think about the strategies, the way we approach the strategies, really how we talk ourselves out of the strategies, that is the problem. So 10X Mindset opens this week. Make sure you're on the wait list because there is going to be that discounted period for the first week and only the first week. You can go to primalpotential.com forward slash 10X dash waitlist. I'll also link that up in the show description so you can just click from there. And I hope to see you in there. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.